Hello and welcome back to the Breaking Butterfly podcast. If you're new here, very special welcome. I am so grateful to have you guys here. Today's episode is going to be five ways to make money in a spiritual and authentic way. Not just how to make money, not just how to, you know, get people to buy your things, how to create abundance in a way that is authentic and using spiritual concepts to make this happen. I am really excited to share these with you because authenticity is my highest value and I think it is honestly the success creator, the money maker. I think it is the most important thing in life and also in your business. So, Let's get into these five tips. Um, Before we begin, actually, I do want to share that I have only two spots left for my mastermind. Six spots have been filled. Um, This is for Quantum Leap Queen Shit, which is my mastermind for lightworkers who want to up-level their leadership and also up-level their income. This isn't just for coaches. It is for all lightworkers. This could be you know, retreat hosts, astrologers, healers, you know, DJs, just content creators, podcasters, anyone who is using social media to share a super powerful message and they also want to make money from doing so, this is the mastermind for you. It's going to be super powerful already. The women we have inside are amazing. Um, It's six months of transformation, and then there is a retreat at the end, so there is an in-person experience included, and like I said, only two spots left. We start February 7th, so if you are interested, I will leave the link to apply in the show notes, and just wanted to share that. Also, I have a free masterclass uh, that's coming up on Wednesday, January 24th. So just in a couple days, if you are listening to this live, it's going to be called Money Blocks Who, and we're going to be talking about money blocks and limiting beliefs and all of the weird beliefs and weird energies that we're carrying around money, a lot that you probably haven't even thought of before. We're going to be diving into all of them and then talking about how to actually release these weird energies that we hold and to start shifting our beliefs, you know, especially for us spiritual entrepreneurs, for, you know, women who resonate with being a light worker and want to show up in the world and want to get paid for the work that they do. Uh, this is really going to be for you. Um, and then there's going to be an energetic clearing as part of this training. So we're not just going to be talking about money. I'm going to be leading a really powerful like quantum meditation And I think it's going to be super potent and really help you to actually start shifting the energy, not just think about shifting the energy. So that one's absolutely free, Money Blocks Who. Um, I'll also leave the link for that in the show notes. Um, It's completely free until the 24th. After the 24th, it will be $22. Or you can get it for free if you join the Maddie Vault, which is the, it's my vault. It is everything that I've ever created in terms of masterclasses. And I think I have 18 masterclasses in there, which are all about two to three hours long. And it's only $22 a month. And then you get all the masterclasses for free. So check that out. All the links will be in the show notes if you want to apply for the mastermind, if you want to hop into my free training. 
uh, come join me. I'm so excited. Okay, let's get into these five ways to make money in a spiritual and authentic way. Okay, the first thing that I want to talk about is loving what you are selling. Literally, the epitome of authenticity is to be in love, right? To be in love with what you say, who you are, how you dress, what you create, what you buy. If you are not in love with the things that you are doing in your life, you are being inauthentic. You are not being yourself. Your desires and what you are absolutely obsessed with is your soul speaking. It is the truth of who you are. I've been talking about this a lot lately. It's just been coming through around our desires being the opposite of silly. Sometimes we have a desire and we think like, oh, that's so silly. You're like, oh, that's just like random, but it's not random. Even something as small as, you know, wanting to add like a certain, you know, style into your wardrobe or wanting to change your hair or wanting, you know, to start a certain hobby. It might just be like, oh, you know, that's just something that sounds fun. But really, it's your soul speaking. Your desires are messages from your highest timeline and from your highest self, essentially. Like, your highest self is speaking to you through your desires. So, if you are not in love with what you are creating or what you are selling in your business and you're selling it just to sell it, you're selling it just because you think it's going to make money, you're... You know, and it's okay to want to make money from what you're selling. You know, it's it's smart, like you're being a smart businesswoman to think about, okay, what do people actually want to buy? What is actually in demand? But if that's the only reason you're doing it and you have no passion or love for it, you are at com- like completely out of alignment with your soul. You want to do what like you desire. You want to be in alignment with your desires at all times and especially with what you are selling. When you are and when you are so obsessed and so excited about what you are offering to the world, people are going to feel it and they are also going to be excited. But if you are not excited and it's, you know, it's not really you and there's all these outside influences of why you're creating it, people are also going to feel that. It's going to feel off. It's going to feel weird. People are not going to be magnetized to it. So make sure that you love what you're selling. Love it. It doesn't have to be the thing that you love the most all of the time. Not every single thing that you sell has to be like, you know, your number one favorite thing, but it should be like in your top 10 favorite things. Okay. And it doesn't mean that, you know, you can't have this desire to like make money from it. You just have to love it also. It has to have that peace. Okay. Number two, how to make money in a spiritual and authentic way. So I love to create low ticket offerings, to provide scholarships and to do different like deals and coupon codes and just like give back when I can and create accessible offerings. So a lot of heart-centered spiritual entrepreneurs, they'll come to me and they're really afraid to charge more for their services because they feel like that's not heart-centered and that they're leaving people out and that they're like, they're not supporting 
people because some people can't afford it. But this is why we have tiers, you guys. When you are selling either a service or a product, you know, have like it's important to have these different options for people so for me I have like my higher ticket one-on-one my higher ticket mastermind then I have you know the second tier which is like middle range which is group programs then I have my lower range which is like my Maddie vault and some of my more affordable courses that have longer payment plans and then even underneath that I have all of my free Instagram content I have free masterclasses that I do. I have the podcast where all of this, like I am helping people change their lives for free. You don't have to invest in the course or the one-on-one, but for people at that level who do want to invest, there are those higher tiers where they can invest in a higher ticket offering, okay? So you are not leaving people out by having a higher ticket offering. You are not excluding people from you know, changing their lives. It's just you have different options for different people. So if you are selling something or anything, have different tiers that people can enter into. It also very much leads people through a customer or client journey of, you know, entering into something on the lower end and then kind of working their way up. That's a lot of times how it works. You know, they enter, they start consuming the free content, then they go up to low ticket content, then they take a bigger program and then they, you know, do something new um, or something bigger even after that. Um, Even for products, like a lot of people, you know, if you want to buy Louis Vuitton, like you don't have to buy the suitcase that's like the biggest item. They have wallets, they have glasses, they have smaller purses that you can buy if you still want to buy Louis Vuitton, but you don't want like the most expensive thing that they have. So one of the most service-based ways and heart-centered ways that you can do business is just creating opportunities for people and creating accessibility for people that may not have access to higher price points. Um, So doing the lower ticket offers, I also offer a ton of scholarships for people who, you know, are low income, disabled, BIPOC community, um, just anyone who like can often be excluded and maybe having a really, really hard time. I love to offer full or partial scholarships to containers that I create. Also, you could do fun things like donating percentages of your sales to um, like different charities. You could do different sales where, you know, it's 50% off for people who are struggling with this, 30% off for, you know, people who resonate with like this type of demographic to help different communities and different people who, again, might not have the means to invest in themselves or to pay for a product um, that's just like a little bit out of their price range, but you know that it would really help them and that they would really need it. So just being creative with different ways that you can give back, give discounts, you know, create experiences that are free or super low ticket so that you're still helping people. It's still feeling, you know, heart-centered and authentic and you feel purposeful, right? You're not leaving anybody out. 
Okay, number three on how I make money and how you can make money in a spiritual and authentic way is to be completely service-oriented. So what I mean by uh, being completely service-oriented is essentially making sure that your people get results. So you're not just signing people up to get their money. You're not just, you know, like selling a product just to like get the money and then like you're never answering your customer service or following up or answering questions. It's like you're not really caring about the people. You're caring more about the numbers, right? And when you get into this place, it feels very inauthentic. Again, people can smell any type of inauthenticity. And when you are trying to sell just to sell and you don't care about who you're selling to and the type of experience that they are having with your business, that's when it gets kind of icky. It doesn't feel good. You're not in spiritual alignment with, you know, your creations um, because being in that spiritual alignment is being service-oriented. It is, you know, making sure that the whole customer or client experience is a positive one. Um, Offering refunds if someone's not happy, if someone's, you know, if you're selling a product, something breaks, like sending them a new one, answering your customer service, answering people's questions. You know, one of my favorite companies that I buy from, it's like any question I have, like I can just DM her and I know that she's going to answer back like thoroughly and actually give me like answers. And she sent me free product before just to help me out because I was having, you know, problems. This is like my skincare brand. I was having like problems with my skin and she like offered to give me a sample of something new to try. Like, and I can tell she actually cares. Like she actually cares about me and I will buy from this company for the rest of my life. Like take all my money because I feel cared for. I feel that this person in this company is truly authentic and loving and you know of course this is their their in their income their livelihood like this is how they make their money for them and their family and their kids so they care about the money but like they care about their people and they're making sure that people get results if people are not getting results you know your clients and your coaching business if they are not getting results you know, stop selling your program and figure out how to get better results for your clients so that you're not just trying to get people to sign up so that you have their money, like actually making sure that they get their money's worth. And this is why I always have a refund policy with anything I create as a coach. A lot of coaches, especially bigger coaches, um, you know, who are making seven figures and have bigger followings, I would say most of them that I have purchased from have a no refund policy, which I totally get it. Just with customer service and how their business is, like that's just a boundary for them. And I understand. And maybe at some point in my business, that will also be something that I like implement. But I, for me to feel really authentic and be in like spiritual alignment and just service oriented, I offer refunds if someone is not satisfied. Meaning if someone can look me in the eyes and genuinely tell me like, this was not helpful at all. I did not take anything from this. And like, I did not even close to see the results that I want, but I put in all of the work. Like they showed up to the calls, they did the homework and they did not get results. I will 100% refund them in full. 100%. And that is how I stay 
heart-centered, service-based, and truly authentic. Like I care about my people. If you take anything of mine and you actually do the work that has been provided and your life does not change in the way that was, you know, advertised, tell me. Please tell me. That is how I stay in integrity. Um, and yeah, authenticity, integrity to me is everything. Okay, number four, don't use scripts and actually create real relationships with potential clients or customers. I, once upon a time, I always tell this story, I got on a sales call with a coach that has a pretty big following, a pretty big business, and I was interested in one of her programs. So I got on a sales call with her and it was one of the most uncomfortable things of my life. She was very clearly reading off a script. Like I could see her eyes moving and she was like looking slightly to the side where she was reading her script on her other screen. She, it was very monotone. It was very robotic. I didn't feel like there was any conversation. She was just kind of asking me question after question. It it was just very clearly a script and needless to say, I did not sign up for her program because I didn't feel cared for. I didn't even feel like I didn't feel like she was listening to me. I didn't feel like she was caring what I was saying. She was just following this, the, you know, um, tried and true sales script that some coach probably gave her to like close the sale. And yeah, it just felt very, very inauthentic. So please don't do that. Have, you know, have questions that you're going to ask potential clients on your sales calls and, you know, have like a certain structure, but don't just read off of a script word for word. Talk to your person. Like all that's happening when you're talking to a potential client is you're learning about them and where they're at and where they want to be. And then you are providing them a solution and asking them if they want it. And like be, and just have a genuine conversation. Talk to them, get curious about them, learn about them, you know, kind of like act like you were on a date and you're like learning about the person you're on a date with. And then if you feel like it's a good fit, if you feel like it's a vibe, then you can offer them, you know, the quote unquote second date. You can be like, you know, I have this thing. Now that I've gotten to know you, I do really feel like you would love it. This is how it would benefit you. Like, are you interested? And then they get to say yes or no. It's so simple, right? You don't like just have a conversation. Don't, it doesn't have to be professional. You know what one of my biggest pet peeves is, is when my clients have to talk to me about something, I don't know, like the number of sessions we have left or something with their payments or something with their card went wrong. And they like email me and it's like super formal. Like they would never talk to me like that. But it's like an email and it's like, you know, to whom it may concern. Um, Not that they actually say that, but like that's the energy of it. And they just are speaking in a very professional way. I'm like, dude, just talk, like just talk to me. Of course, this might be different for some businesses depending on like who your ideal client is. Like, are you working with like high level CEOs and executives and like people who are writing formal emails then yeah, you can be professional and formal, but I don't know. I just think people are like real people. Your potential clients are real people. Just talk to them. I've had coaches in the past like tell me to never have small talk 
with a potential client on a sales call. And I was like, what? They're like, yeah, don't ask them about their day. Don't ask them about the weather. Like, just get straight into things. That's how you're going to close the sale. And I'm like, no, I want to get to know my clients. Um, And I have the most amazing, beautiful relationships with my clients. And I am so grateful. And it feels authentic and in integrity and just very um, soul level. It feels very soul level. Okay. And on to number five, having, you have to have so much trust in the universe so that you don't come off desperate. So much trust. If you are trying to sell something and you're like, if someone doesn't buy, like I'm going to be devastated and I'm not going to be okay, that is not where you want to be. It's okay if, you know, you are like, all right, I need to make a couple of sales if I want to like pay my bills this month. It's okay to be in that place, but you don't want to put specific energy onto your people, your loyal followers, your audience members to be like, if you don't buy, like I'm like, I'm screwed and it's all on you and yeah, just kind of having this like desperate energy, like please buy or I'm not going to be okay. You don't want to be there. And the way that you alchemize that energy is the trust piece. Like I said, there's going to be some truth sometimes where it's like I need to sign two new clients or I need to sell 20 products to make my rent for this month. And you can set an income goal But then trust in the universe. Trust that it's going to come in. Trust that you are supported. You know, uh, like open yourself to magic. Believe in the possibilities that can happen and really lean on the universe, not on your audience members. Don't lean your energy on them. Lean your energy on the universe. Stay in alignment and just keep creating and selling like you normally would, right? And cultivating this trust with the universe and with yourself is so crucial as a business owner. It's so that spiritual connection with I am supported and I am going to be okay, even if it physically doesn't look like it in the 3D world, I trust that I'm going to be okay. That is such a powerful foundation of your business and it needs to happen. And it can take time to happen. It might not happen overnight. You might not like right this minute as you're listening to this, all of a sudden be like, thanks, Maddie. Like now I trust. Like, great. Thanks for letting me know I needed to trust. Okay. I'm trusting now. Like that was easy. No, it might take time. It might take some hard work and some consistency to really build that. Just like building trust with anyone in any relationship, it will take time, um, but it should be your intention and you should be very conscious about cultivating that energy and holding that energy when you are showing up online, when you are selling, when you are creating. Because the moment your people feel like you need them, it it's going to have this like repelling energy, right? So cr- like cultivate crazy trust in the universe that you are supported 
everything is going to work out exactly how it's supposed to, and you will have enough money. Whether this one person signs up or one person buys or not, the money will find its way to you. You're going to be okay. Just keep doing your thing. Okay, so that's number five. So number one, love what you're selling. Number two, be creative with how you give back. Do low ticket offers, scholarships, discounts, give to charity. Number three, be completely service oriented. So make sure your people are actually getting results and that, you know, your product is actually worth the money. Number four, don't use scripts and actually create real relationships with your potential clients and customers. And number five, trust the universe so much that you don't ever come off desperate. Okay. These five things are going to keep you super in integrity and it's just going to keep your business feeling good and healthy and purposeful and it's just going to keep you in that alignment where you can keep doing it rather than burning out and feeling uninspired and feeling icky and feeling confused. This is going to keep you heart-centered, which is the most important way to run your business is to be heart-centered and authentic. Okay, so I hope you guys loved these lessons. If you did, please share this on your story. Share it with someone you feel would need this um, this podcast and these lessons. It would be so helpful. And also, if you loved this episode, please leave a rating and review on this podcast. It would help so, so much. Other than that, I hope you guys are having an amazing week so far. A uh, reminder to sign up for my mastermind if you're feeling the call. The application will be in the bio. And also, if you want to join me for free for a live training and a energy healing that's going down on Wednesday, January 24th. I hope to see you guys soon. Have an amazing day, amazing night, and I will catch you guys in the next episode. Bye.